The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the show, Nia. How are you? I'm good, good. How are you doing? Good, I'm good. I'm well. Laura, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm chilling. So, obviously, today we are... Well, it's been quite a while since we've done an interview, but we're back and we're with someone that we're quite excited to chat to because there's actually quite a bit about you, Nia, that we want to know in short, basically. Especially about your creative process as a producer, as a singer-songwriter, like, I think it's quite sick what you've got going on at the minute. So, just for any of our listeners who maybe don't know about you yet, um, or maybe it's their first time here in Sober Fields, which you just played, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah, so I'm a student, um, I'm studying like music production and stuff, um, I just love making beats and I'm making music and I'm quite into like visual art as well, so like doing videos or maybe making art pieces and stuff, so I just like to be creative really, mm. yeah. Yeah, Is you seem it... to do a lot, I vibe with it though, it's sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's literally all over your Instagram, it looks so sick as well, and like you said, obviously you're doing like production, music production as well, Yeah. and... Obviously, I assume that most of your songs are produced by you as well. Yeah, at the moment, like, all my tracks, like, produced by me, all the near archive stuff. Um, I'm, like, looking forward to, like, working with other producers, but I just love doing it myself as well because I just, like, find it fun and mm. and kind of have that creative yeah. control as well over your own work kind of thing, so, yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. I hear that. Especially with, like, producer, like, I think there should be more space for, like, women, like, who produce as well. Like, it's such a male-dominated kind of thing that it's cool to just be like, yeah, I produce. Like, I don't think gender has anything to do with, like, hobbies Mm. or anything. So, yeah, I just love to do it. So it's fun. Yeah, that is sick. So about your kind of, like, let's kind of jump into it with your creative process. Yeah. When you're starting, especially with a song like Sober Feels, I feel like a lot of our listeners, when we played it, first and when we posted it on instagram they loved Mm. it because it was like that mix of like drum and bass and then obviously your voice is amazing i don't even know how to describe it but it's really really unique i literally have no words on how to describe (laughs) it but what is your creative process when you're putting it all together i kind of i start with the beat so i'll like start with like i'll have like a a little melody in my head and then I'll go from that. I love making like drum and bass drum kits. So I'll just like make some drum kits or something, chuck a break mm. beat on it. And then after that, I'll just kind of get melodies and stuff. I kind of get melodies before I get words. And then I might get like a word concept, like of an idea that I'm trying to say. And then, yeah, yeah it just kind of all comes together and, and, and the words just kind of fit the track. That's sick. I think the blend of like, because people have like messaged me being like, who is this girl? Like, 
um, I have a friend who's like a yeah. drum and bass DJ, and he was like, I need to download her tracks. Like, I need to do this. I need to do that. And I was like, Yeah, because it's such a like it's, it's proper unique. Like, I haven't really heard nothing like it before. Yeah, that's sick. Uh, that's that's mad. So obviously, you kind of touched on how sort of producers are seen in the industry as a whole. Yeah. And how it's not really, you don't really want it to be sort of about gender when it comes to music production. Yeah. What more do you kind of have to say on how it is now and what you'd want to change? Um, I'd say, like, my experience has been, I've experienced loads of sexism already and I'm only just starting my career. Like, yeah. I get peop- a lot of men saying to me, oh, there's no way you could produce that. Who have you got working really? with you? Yeah, like, just because mm. I'm a girl, they think, oh, no, there's no way that you're doing that. And it's just like... I don't understand I don't understand it and uh, mm. I think it'd be really great to like create spaces for like young women or whoever identifies as a woman to kind of be mm. able to you know have these opportunities to try making beats like you don't know you might like it just because it's like yeah. such a kind of male dominated thing we kind of forget that is it's for us too you know what I mean like yeah. we can we can be sick at it so I think it'd be really cool to kind of encourage more people to get into it and, and get into that creative process mm. i think the most frustrating thing being like a woman who is into music a lot of the time you get men who kind of try and tell you stuff that you already mm. know and like yeah basically mansplain. like mansplaining everything yes. literally yeah <laughs> it's so annoying like having conversations with men about music is so jarring sometimes yeah. because it it's like they always they always try and one up you or like catch you out in your music knowledge totally. and it's just like why can't you just let me do my thing man like honestly I, I don't understand it but i'm just kind of I'll, I'll, I'll listen to them but i'm also just like respectfully no like yeah you know i, I think it's rightly that. so as well because you're really coming through with some different sounds like most especially on recent ones which don't kid yourself as well i feel like not that mm. much of the sound that you're doing is being created that much so it's a shame that men are kind of looking down like oh that can't be you sort of thing do you get yeah. what i mean i mean there's been lots of like positive people but like yeah mm. there has been like a lot of kind yeah, of, of sexist comments but you know i think the more we kind of have these conversations maybe people will look at it differently and be like actually that was really ignorant to say that you know yeah mm. how long yeah. have you been like producing and writing and stuff for um <laughs> so i started like i've always loved singing but like I started making beats when I was like 17 um, yeah. and then when I went to uni in September it's just kind of like helped me get to that level where I'm like I'm getting happier with what I'm producing and yeah. I've still got so much to learn like I'm so excited to go back just to learn more but yeah um, I started off with literally just YouTube tutorials um, yeah, yeah just watching videos <laughs> like but yeah now it's kind of getting to a point where I'm like getting happier with what I'm making and I love yeah. to like kind of fuse different genres together because I listen to so much like much different music so mm, it's cool to yeah. kind of just get sounds from maybe one genre and just put it with another one that you won't think goes with it and just kind of yeah, experiment yeah you know what I, mean? I think that's and the best you, way to go about it right now yeah, yeah. literally I, I remember when we were doing our um shout out to people to like send in their productions and their mixes and whatever that's literally like one of the main things I said to Lura I want like a like a mix of sounds that no one's really done before like different yeah. genres so it's really sick that you know most of your music is made up of that and it's because of the fact that you listen to so many different genres and that's what yeah. you want to put into it so that's really sick obviously you've said that you're at uni and i think we can tell you're from Man- manchester right 
Kind of, yeah. I've li- well, I was living in Manchester since I was like 16, so I've got a bit yeah. of a Manc accent, but I'm originally from Leeds. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, can you tell that there's any difference in sort of the music scene, let's say, as a whole? In, in Manchester. Leeds and yeah, yeah, and Manchester and here as well. Yeah, definitely. Like um, the money scene's totally different to the London scene, but mm-hmm. it's got its own little vibe going on. Like it's it's got some sick talent. Like I'm mm. so inspired by it, and just kind of the yeah. the culture as well. Like the rave culture in Manchester that inspires me massively. Like yeah. I don't really know about London rave culture as much because I've just moved here. But mm. like there's some good events and stuff. But like Manchester yeah. just got that like gritty like authentic kind of Definitely. it's like they're trying to create something whereas like people just gather and just kind of have a yeah. motive you know what I mean mm. but yeah definitely a problem with the authenticity down here I think with the rave <laughs> culture and stuff sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> so let's sort of move into film and your visual artistic stuff that you get up to so from what I found out anyway it's a Sony hand cam that you're using in most of the tapes that yeah. you've got on your Instagram so tell us about that and sort of why you've chosen to sort of go that way about it um do you know what it started as kind of like wanting to document stuff like I've got two old school cameras and I proper like I've always loved visuals like since I was a kid, I'd always, like, just buy cameras. Like, I've got, like, ten cameras because I'm just... I just collect them for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I love kind of capturing moments and people and kind of capturing hijinks moments as well. So, like, hijinks is, like, the kind of chaos and the, the craziness that goes on, like, the BTS kind of thing. So yeah. a lot of the time when we kind of video people, it's always, like, these perfect snapshots or, like, kind of um, Instagram-worthy moments, you know what I mean? So, like, when I'm making my videos, I like to kind of just capture, like, the fun bits, just, you know, you and your mates chatting or, like, mm. you know, just random shit that happens when you're out and about. Just, yeah, yeah. I love to just kind of capture their moments and stuff. That is yeah, really definitely. cool. And so with hijinks, is that all set up by you or is it, like, a collective yeah. that you've got going on? It's, it's something that I'm working on at the moment. I'm hoping as time goes on I can kind of develop it. But mm. I want it to kind of be yeah. a creative platform for people and, like... It's it's in the works at the moment, but yeah, hopefully something good will come Exciting, out. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think the thing I like about your because you don't for sober feels and don't cage yourself, which obviously are like your tracks that have kind of brought you to the surface a little bit. They don't actually have like music videos, but you created these little clips for them on Instagram. Yeah. Did you teach yourself how to like edit and like all that kind of stuff, or is it something yeah. that? Yeah, nah, I literally <laughs> it's so basic what I use. Like any videographer would be like, what the fuck. But I literally just use iMovie and just I like don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> I literally use iMovie. That's, do you know what? That's literally like, the way to do it. Literally but, sometimes yeah. like the best you get the best outcome from the most simple like software. That's what exactly, I found. Exactly. Like, I've always tried to use like mad software. Literally to edit the show I use Audacity, which is like the most basic yeah. low level like sound editing pl- um software. But it just works yeah. for me, do you know what I mean? There you mm. go. Sometimes, like, I've tried to use Premiere Pro and all that, but I just, I always come back to iMovie. I don't know. I just like, mm. I just like the software. <laughs> I feel like it's just quite simple, isn't it, in yeah. comparison to Premiere Pro? <laughs> yeah. I did, I couldn't really wrap my head around that one, but... Yeah, it's, it's yeah, no. pretty complicated. But no, with the videos, I was, when I was looking through, but they were literally like, I was like, oh, yes, yeah, so this is her music video. And then I was like, no, I think they're just, like, normal tapes. Yeah, I was just like, that's sick, because they do just look like they're proper, like commercial music videos that have been Mad. done for you, whereas 
you've yeah, done no, yourself it's yeah amazing. just little tripods cameras set mm. up you know and yeah it was fun to make like i enjoy making videos so yeah yeah it looked good. like it you can tell you can tell that yeah. all, like you can tell that everything you do is like you're not doing it it doesn't seem forced it all just seems like you're just enjoying yeah. literally every step of it defo it's just about kind of like my vibe kind of thing and just kind yeah. of showing i want to visually show that you know what i mean and it's cool to have like creative control over it as well because i can be like this is the vision that i want to show to people mm. and, yeah. and if we if we go more into like creative control obviously you have so much of that as an independent artist as well yeah. um sort of tell us what maybe are the pros and cons for any emergent independent artists out there or maybe some who want to take control over everything sort of like you have um i mean pros would be kind of like if you have a vision you can kind of steer it rather than sometimes when there's loads of people involved there's a lot of opinions and stuff and and your original idea can be changed and sometimes that's Mm -hmm. for the better because like people can add value to that idea but then sometimes like you might have this really strong idea and you just if you run with it you know you can you can really create something nice out of it um cons would be that obviously you have to learn to do a lot of things on your own like Mm -hmm making beats like mixing that's a difficult thing to learn um yeah just everything you have to do on your own but I think it's great to kind of if you love what you're doing I think it's just the passion kind of fuels that drive to learn more do you know what I mean yeah no it is really cool yeah like I'm looking forward to working with other people Mm. but yeah I I do enjoy kind of doing stuff on my own as well but it's it's good to collab and stuff definitely yeah definitely is there anyone that um maybe is like either up and coming or who's already like quite mainstream that you would like want to work with in the future um <laughs> i'd love to work with mike skinner i love him i think he's sick oh sick okay um he's pretty big obviously um <laughs> i'd love to work loads of like london artists i'm trying mm. to think right now but my head's gone blank put you on the yeah. spot <laughs> <laughs> i love like ronnie i love like uh drum and bass or so, like ronnie size would be sick caliber mm. Flavor D, she's like a female producer. I really rate her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It'd just be great to like connect with other producers as well because I I want to learn. So it'd be sick. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And as soon as we're allowed out. Yeah. Um. And obviously back in the studio and things like that. Is that something that you're looking forward to? Sort of being back in there and hands yeah. on and stuff. Yeah, I've got my first like studio session on Saturday since like before oh, okay. March, so oh, it's wow. been so long. Okay. I'm excited. I've been waiting to get back in. Um, and obviously, we've got a lot sort of waiting. And in some of your tapes on your Instagram, there's some unreleased tracks there. What yeah. have you got? What's coming next? Um. So at the moment, I'm literally working on this track called Crossroads. Um. It's I can't lie, I'm vibing to it. So if I'm vibing to it, I know it's a vibe, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm yeah, gassed about hundreds. it. Um hundreds. so yeah, that's gonna be coming out really soon. But I'm gonna take my time with this one because I wanna kind of levels, you know what I mean? I want mm. it to be I want it to be sick. So um yeah, I'm just finishing that up and then I'm gonna release that and then I've got a couple of projects with people that I'm working with who you might know and stuff so that'll be exciting to share so yeah it's exciting it's exciting yeah man you've got big stuff I feel like one thing that I like about how you kind of came about is that I literally just stumbled across your page one day yeah and 
I saw that like a lot of people that I know were following you. I was like, let me like let me get let me do some research in it. <laughs> <laughs> and it feels like as much as you kind of for for like for the show and stuff, it kind of like you came out of nowhere. But at the same time, it, it feels so authentic, and it feels like you've been doing this for for time. Do you know what yeah, I mean? It feels yeah. like you, you kind of know what you want out of it. Do you feel yeah. like you're still finding your like sound, or do you think you're there and you just want to progress with it? I think. Um... I think I have a. I think I kind of know what my sound is, but I I want to develop it more and kind of work on my artistry kind of thing. But I, I yeah. know kind of like as an artist, what my artist identity is now. Like it's something that I've been really working on to kind of realize. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that breakthrough must be a great feeling as well, especially yeah. with the way that you do your music, like which is like like we said, a blend of different genres and that yeah yeah i genuinely wasn't expecting anyone to like vibe with it the way that people have so it's been mad but trust me people are vibing we with it. <laughs> we are loving it honestly it's up there uh, like it's sick it really is sick but um tell us a little bit more about um some of your older music so wolves which was by indigo d what was that change um, over to neo archives so, that was kind of like when I was like 17, 18. I started that because that's when I just got into music and I really, <laughs> I didn't really know what I was doing. It was more just kind of like songwriting and stuff. I wasn't mm. producing as much then. Um, so that's what that's why I kind of changed it near archives. I wanted to, that to be like the production kind of route. But yeah, that was just kind of working with people, writing songs, writing lyrics and stuff. And yeah, just creating different vibes, but it's kind of more chill back stuff to what I'm yeah, doing now. Yeah, I was now. gonna say. Yeah, it's very like laid yeah. back and like soul music. Yeah, it's quite, quite like, mellow. It's, yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's quite a contrast as well. So it was quite like, oh wow, this is like from the same artist. But it's nice to see how sort of versatile you are. Yeah, in definitely. different tracks as well. Yeah. Do you and, see yourself making more like mellow tracks again in the future, or um, do you think you'll stick to the kind of upbeat um drummy <laughs> uh, well this track that i'm working on with someone at the moment is kind of a mixture of kind of mellow and upbeat it's like okay. my kind of thing now is like i love i want to create like because like dance music right it's it's kind of gone commercial so i want to create like yeah. cool dance music electronic music that we we can vibe to so i might do like a bit of a somber like sad track or whatever but it'll be on a dancey beat so yes. it'll be kind of like a mixture, do you know what I mean? So, cry yeah. in the club. Yeah, <laughs> totally, cry in the club. <laughs> the thing about like dance music, like you said, it is it has become quite commercialised. I think it's quite... Mm. One mm. thing that I really like to see is, first of all, singers and producers, obviously you're both in one, but kind of coming together, like yeah. drum and bass producers and like garage producers and all that kind of stuff coming yeah. together. It's a great um, crossover. Mm. yeah literally uh, that's what's so exciting because it sounds like we're just trying to gas you up at this point but literally <laughs> like we've literally had conversations about this because it's it's like i don't know i feel like it's so hard to find um something that's so authentic right now yes. i feel like everyone's kind of it's so easy to say that everyone's kind of jumping on the wave and that but i think like the authentic sounds are just it's exciting you know what i mean for the scene yeah that's buzzing honestly and um sort of a bit more being a bit more particular now, what yeah. sort of songs or artists maybe do you feel inspire you and the music that you're making? Because it's so different and you're merging different genres. There must be yeah. quite a few that... Um, so I'm massively inspired by Burial. I, I literally talk about him all the time, but like mm. I love Burial. 
Um, his music Sick. really inspires me um, because he's so versatile with uh -huh. the genres that he chooses. Um, I love Grace Jones, um, mm. Aphex Twin, and I actually, I love Amy. Like Amy's like my icon. Uh -huh. um, vocally, I'm inspired by like Jennifer Lara, who's like this old reggae um, artist. And yeah, I just kind of, I kind of take a bit of everyone that I'm inspired by and just kind of, you know, but yeah. like blend it together or whatever and, and yeah i think it, yeah. you can kind of hear some of the yeah. influences in the music definitely i definitely. actually feel you with that with like drum and bass and that and jungle yeah. and all of those kind of like rave type genres mm. um how do you feel because obviously they originated from black musicians mm. the whole sound but i feel yeah. like especially in like recent years it's kind of been i don't want to say whitewashed but how do you feel about like a black yeah. musician coming in and making sounds with that right now? Oh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because like mm. it does come from literally black British culture. That's how jungle mm. and drum bass yeah. was started, and exactly. and it's good that it's it's enjoyed by everyone. Um, but I think it's good to kind of pay homage to the people that like you Definitely. know introduced mm. and pioneered it. Um, mm. but I think I think more like young black artists should be you know maybe going down that route because it is our culture as well and like sometimes we forget that um mm, yeah and and yeah i think it's sick like everyone's involved i think ugh, the thing with jungle and drum bass it, it's for everyone in there it's like it's it one is, genre yeah. that kind of brings everyone together kind of thing and mm. It, mm. it's sick in that way you know what i mean yeah and in like the industry what do you think could be done to sort of say to young black musicians who are wanting to experiment with drum, drum and bass yeah. and jungle what do you think should be done to be like hey come on get involved i think making like alternate kind of drum and bass and, and jungle and mm. stuff because i think that's a lot it, of people yeah. they think drum and bass they think of hardcore which i love but like mm. that's not for everyone you know what i mean that everyone yeah. wants that intense bass line or whatever <laughs> so yeah. maybe experimenting with like if you like let's say you like trap or you like the trap melodies why do you take a trap melody and put it on a drum and bass beat and then do a little rap or whatever and, and yeah. see how it sounds and just experiment with it you know what i mean because that could mm. be sick do you know what i mean yeah but i think yeah. i think i think people like i think one thing that frustrates me is like when you're at a point where you don't know how to make music yourself but you want to kind of blend these genres and stuff you're just kind of like saying to people like it's so easy for you to grab these two genres that you really like and literally put them together because I feel mm. like that's like the best thing about music is how experimental you can be with it. Definitely. Like there's nothing there's nothing like finding something that caters to more than one of like your the type of mm. music that you listen to. Defo, defo. It's like people putting like um like R and B singers on like drill beats and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I think it all just works. Everything like literally whatever you try it can work no matter what. Yeah, defo. I think it's good to experiment as well because so much stuff has already been done and it's like mm. it's good when people do it but it's like I want to hear something different you know what I mean I want to hear something new so when for example when people do like R&B on drill I think it's just it's so innovative you know what I mean yeah and it's sick Cause I'm kind of just at the start of my journey really mm. but um I don't know it's been I think I've just learned a lot like I don't really it's mad to even see myself as an artist now because I just I literally just create in my room like that's how I see myself do you know what yeah. I mean um and obviously it's, it's amazing that it's got to this level but so far it's literally just been me my laptop my keyboard 
and, and my mic just uh. kind of trying to make something and, and yeah. yeah I think I don't want to lose that because that's just like my safe spot and like I literally I love making music on my own and stuff sometimes and, and doing that so yeah, yeah. the journey's it's been wild but I'm I'm excited to see where it goes like I'm manifesting big things for next year like mm. I can see it happening so I'm just gonna go with big, it big and, and hope for the Definitely. best yeah man I'm hoping to see your name on on event lineups and that come on yeah. that'll be sick <laughs> I think something that me and Laura kind of talk about a lot on the show anyway is of course the journey that upcoming artists have to go through it feels like especially in the UK music scene yeah do you feel like a little bit more difficult for you coming out like do you feel like maybe people aren't as open to listening to something that's new and would rather kind of resort to what they've already got um I don't know I don't really think about it that way I kind of just think this is my art let me put it out if people Mm. like it they like it if they don't they don't you know I could get caught up on if will people like it or not but there's always going to be people that don't and it's it's the people that do that kind of matter and and they're the people that I'm like I'm showing my love to you know what I mean and yeah yeah I think I think that's the way to do it man I feel like a lot of people at the moment in the UK scene are kind of really like even even my, I'm guilty of it myself, just kind of worried on all the negatives and, like, people yeah. that don't appreciate certain sounds and that. And I just think, like, a l- more time we just need to push it to the side and just do what we want to do because we're, yeah. not, we're not ever going to please everyone. But I think mm-hmm. that you're doing well so far, so... <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> people are loving it. It's not like... Definitely. I think, obviously, you can get caught up on, like, numbers or whatever and all that, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really matter. It's literally all about the music. And if people like the music, that's sick yeah and obviously you've sort of shown in this interview anyway like how you're sort of like I feel like going at your own pace with it and still like exploring it within yourself as well as yeah what you're putting out um and we were talking about that last week or last show weren't we Laura when we're like sort of how artists now are sort of like taking the reins a little bit and not kind of oh my label's telling me I need to release 300 songs this week sort of thing so it's nice how you're in control of it and you're really taking it like at your own pace and just wanting to put out quality content. I must feel like yeah, good. definitely. Yeah. Like I think it's good to have like quality control and like mm. and just be happy with what I'm putting out. Cause like I don't know with with the way that music is now, it's kind of like this consumerist culture. Like you need to keep putting mm. out music. You need to keep mm. doing this. But, like, I would love to, like, put out a track every week, but only if it's sick. Like, I'm not going to put out something yeah. that I'm not, like, 100% vibing with. So mm. I think it's good to take your time with things and just yeah. kind of get it to where it, where it could be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we were talking about, like, mass production and that um, a couple yeah. of weeks ago. And I just think as much as, like, if you... Obviously, if you like an artist, you want to hear as much of their music as possible. But I think, yeah, you know, it's always going to be quantity below quality do you know what i mean like definitely if i if, if i was to get like a, a track every single year from you i think if it bangs it bangs do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that okay. i agree like i feel like you're quite a bit of an open book in a good way where like you've got your jamaican flag there and some posters <laughs> on the wall tell us a little bit more about sort of you in that sense like so tell us a bit more about like the posters on your wall and like what they mean to you and how yeah. they influence you. Yeah, so like obviously I got my Jamaican flag because I'm like part Jamaican and I've just got like 
loads of like music posters and stuff mm. i don't know i just like to have my icons on the wall it, it keeps me yeah. inspired keeps me motivated and yeah burial was there because he was like my fave <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly i think it's good to especially because my room's kind of small so like when i'm creating i kind of need to get in, in the in the zone or whatever i'll put on my yeah. little colored lamp and and yeah and try create a vibe <laughs> Yeah, I've yeah, got the same, yeah. a big white wardrobe, so yeah. inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's nice to know that you're sort of, when you're in that zone, you've got all your sort of, what's it called, inspirations around you. Yeah, definitely. Do you think that your background influences you a bit in your music? Like your cultural background? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think... Yeah, yeah like, I like, I identify as like a black British person... Um, because obviously having Jamaican um heritage, like growing up, we used to listen to like dancehall, we listen to reggae, you know what I mean, like old school mm. kind of ska stuff. So I always grew up listening to that um old school reggae. Like my nana loved reggae and all this lot. So mm. I do think it it plays a part. And now that I've I love drum and bass, it's it's like a crossover because yeah. I love like the reggae bass lines. And yeah. then, you know what I mean, drum and bass drums, it just all comes together. And I do think, um, like, I'm really inspired by this artist called Jennifer Lara and, like, her, um, just the way that she sings, like, some of the words that, like, the patois, I like the way that they just flow and stuff. So I do think yeah. it definitely has influenced me, yeah. I think it's proper nice to be able to kind of merge your your kind of experiences as, as a young person, let's say, like, in Manchester or in London or wherever, yeah and then also be able to kind of use your just like your heritage you know what i mean i think mm-hmm. yeah definitely it's so important to stay in touch with with multiple like streams of culture do you know what i mean yeah but i do i do identify with like uk culture heavily like it, mm-hmm. it's sick right now there's so much going on so yeah mm. i'm proud to be from 100%. the uk definitely and you know what yeah. that's nice day because i feel like in previous interviews um and just in the show in general we always speak about i know this is going off a little bit but like america versus uk yeah and how yeah. some uk artists are sort of trying to appeal to the american side mm. but it's really nice that you're kind of stuck on like you enjoy the culture and you sort of make yeah music for uk culture exactly as well. like i make it i make it for myself firstly but for people yeah. like me like young people yeah. like we just want to have a good time like we're from the that's uk it, that's literally... you know what i mean we all kind of have a similar experience like like growing up in britain so yeah definitely mm. it's, it's for us like <laughs> not the americans or whatever but i do yeah. love american music get out with everything that was going on with the black lives matter movement mm. and sort of i feel like we went we're going for a time where we're sort of going through a bit of a revolution. Not a pressure, but do you feel like you want to stand up and sort of represent? Yeah. Especially in the genre that you're in, like drum and bass. Definitely, yeah. I think, yeah, it'd be really empowering as a black woman to be able to be like, stand up for other black women as well. And, yeah. and just kind of, kind of push us forward because it's like how many black female producers are in the drum and bass scene there's a loads mm. but like it's like there should be more do you know what i mean and yeah and even just in music in general like i just want to support like people who are kind of passionate about what they're doing i want them to do well and stuff and and yeah it's definitely great to see us kind of taking up space 
and, and places that we weren't taking up space before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is the best bit about it, I think. Like, really, I feel like for a lot of the time in the music industry, it's obviously, like, ten times harder yeah. if you're black. And so it's really, I don't know, like, it touches me, like, how much we're sort of being like, do you know what, we're taking over... Mm. and this is what we're gonna this is like the greatness that we can put out if you just kind of let us yeah sort of thing so it's really good especially since like what we were talking about earlier with like drum and bass which is a little bit more um white predominant yeah it's really like refreshing and yeah i just really rate it to be honest yeah definitely i think it'd be sick to see more just more black artists and the electronic um world yeah. because electronic dance music house music was literally created by gay black men like yeah. in america mm-hmm. so it's like we really need to remember where all this came from and and show homage to that but also let's not lose that you know what i mean like yeah it's great i love all the other genres and stuff but i think this is a genre that we created so we shouldn't just forget about it we should we should be involved in it and, and celebrate it you know yeah yeah and i, I think one thing is also that white kind of white labels like labels that mm. are run by by groups of white men they try and push this whole like that the only music that black people can do is like r&b and like rap mm. and whatever and i think that kind of yeah. i feel like that kind of harms like the even stuff like charts and like stuff like spotify soundcloud apple music yeah. all the kind of radio stations and like playlists and everything that comes out you just kind of see that when it comes to like I don't know dance music in general like I feel like mm. we're just I'm just so tired of seeing like Calvin Harris and all these people yeah constantly it? Work, like, and, and it's just like it's not it doesn't feel it doesn't feel right do you know what I mean yeah like you mm. can that like you can the only time you can see like as much as I love you know I, I love rap music and I, I like R&B and whatever mm. I feel like I want to see more of the authentic you know house music yeah. where it came from where it originated and all that kind of stuff rather than just seeing David Guitar like 10 times yeah definitely I agree like it's it's good to see new stuff but also like just young people like oh it's just doing stuff that they yeah. love like that's that's where it all started from passion and love and yeah. love for the music love for the sounds young just people good vibrations. run music right now like we run yeah. music right now that's it like it's mad it's inspiring to be fair but mm. it's crazy mm yeah and also like the rise of like the female djs and producers and stuff right yeah. now i think it's quite sick i feel like they're just like Defo. getting a bit more recognition because you know when yeah. when like back in the day when you thought of djs you thought of like old white men at a wedding mm. do you know what i mean or like at a club <laughs> in ibiza yeah <laughs> and now you've got you've got all these spaces for like i think i think there's definitely a lot more to be done you know there's a lot there's a yeah. lot more space for improvement and a lot more space for more women to be like a part of it um but you know spaces for like female djs and producers and even rappers and whatever i feel like it's all very inspiring yeah i think there's a space mm-hmm. for everyone in music it's just kind of yeah i think sometimes a lot of people get like preoccupied with okay I need to be at the top of this space that this person's already created, this platform. Mm. But my kind of thing is, like, I'm just going to create my own platform and exactly. if people like it, you know what I mean? It's a party yeah. then. Yeah. And then I can I do it how I want to do it. I'm not trying to, like, compare myself. I'm literally just 
this is my vibe and jump it's kind on of the like vibe whoever, if you want to jump on whoever wants to be around it can be around it and if you don't then yeah. get out do you know what I mean definitely yeah. rather yeah, than having to be. cater to like other platforms yeah like trying to compromise and like beg it basically like literally nah. that's one thing that I'm so big on right now compromising is such a big no for me because yeah it just ruins the whole like the whole point of creativity is that you kind of as much as it's good to work with other people and collaborate and stuff like compromising yeah. is just such a such a restriction yeah definitely 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 and a little bit more obviously we're speaking about like spaces and music kind of spaces me and Laura when we, whenever we're doing the show yeah. outside of this situation okay. um we're at a really cool place called Soapbox okay. which is it's kind of like a it's a free space okay. where you can go there and sort of use like the decks that they have sick. and record because they have really sick like, it's like studios, free studios. And stuff. it's kind of like a youth center yeah Mad, exactly mm. and it's quite that? is that like what part of london is that um old street so that's oh, okay yeah 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 east london yeah. kind of yeah. yeah yeah um and i just obviously we speak about it a lot don't we Lyra? like how it's sort of like kind of unknown like not that many people yeah. know about it and i think there's not and enough I've, of it yeah yeah like we always say like there should be more and there should be more artists as well to know about it like you don't have to buy all of this at home you yeah. can just come here for free there's and... the resources there like <laughs> yeah. exactly but um what other sort of like spaces do you yourself frequent whether they're for music or just like for fun in london um, um i'm trying to think like pre-corona because literally <laughs> not been out much recently um <laughs> usually i'm just kind of like i live in east london so i kind of just hang around here i want to explore more of london and stuff mm. um but yeah i usually use my uni studios and stuff studios yeah. studios um yeah and, and yeah i'm still kind of exploring like i've recently got into zj and so i've heard that like pirate radio do like little sessions and stuff so i'm thinking of maybe mm-hmm. going in there and doing a little spin or mm-hmm. something but yeah i'd love to hear more about like spaces in london because as you say it's not yeah. really spoken about yeah definitely come down to soapbox because it's so yeah. sick like um no but yeah it's really sick especially if you want to get more into like djing and stuff yeah definitely i think DJing's fun as well. Like, if you love music, mm. DJing is just sick. Because you can yeah. just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about um, Soapbox as well is that they have a bunch of, like, really talented people there that are willing to, like, teach really? you. And sick. just kind of be there with you. And not even... not even Because one thing that I clocked about DJing is that I have dealt with a lot of people. Like, when I when I first started learning, I, thought I dealt with a lot of people who are very, like, patronising. Mm, okay. So I think one thing yeah. about soapbox is that they're very like they work by you and not like for you. Do you know what I mean? They kind of they do it with okay. you instead of, That's sick. instead of yeah yeah. I think spaces like I'm that gonna are have so to go. Necessary, yeah. Literally. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Especially for young people, like it's a it's a positive space. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's productive. There's such a lack of like youth centers right now. I think for mm. music, especially because when you think about it, a lot of a lot of kids who come from more like maybe like troubled homes or like mm. just kind of they don't really know what to do with themselves especially like after yeah. you finish school and that I feel like youth centers for people that are even from obviously younger as well but up to like even like 20 20 plus I think it's so necessary to have spaces for people that are kind of don't really have anywhere else to work and want to yeah. kind of express themselves because I'm not gonna lie like paying 60 to 100 pounds an hour for studio is just not it <laughs> it's it's not yeah it's not it really 
Mm. Like you say, I think I think that would be really great. Like for me in the future, like I'd love to start some kind of collective or whatever, just something to kind of help people from vulnerable backgrounds and stuff. Uh. Because like you said, like there is a lack in the community. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of our responsibility now to to provide spaces like that. Yeah. And I think like music and art and stuff is such a great self-expression. And mm. And if someone is going through what trauma or whatever, or going through things at home, like what better way than to express yourself in that productive way? Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah. something I'd love to exactly. do in the future, and I think it's really great that they're doing that at Soapbox. Like, mm. Mm. there's a couple like um, that maybe like I've only heard of like two or three spaces like that. I think it just needs to be like a common thing. That's yeah, the main thing. I feel like it just needs to be like a like every area, every wherever you live, like it need it needs to be like a space for. Obviously, you can't keep it free forever. Like people need to make mm. their money, whatever. But I feel like. At a certain age, I feel like there's not there's not much else that you can do. Obviously, the funding is there to do it. They're just choosing to put it into other things. Like, COVID has kind of shown us that the government does have the money. They just choose yeah. they choose 100%. it not to. Shall we wrap it up? Yeah, definitely. It's been really great speaking to you guys and like, hearing about what you do. Fab. Tell everyone where um, they can just find like, all your... Yeah. Like, where they can yeah. find you, basically. So I'm on like Spotify, Nia Archives, SoundCloud. Um, my Instagram's archives.nia. I just started a Twitter. I'm I'm not really sure how to navigate that, but you can follow <laughs> me on there as well if you want. <laughs> <laughs> this track is "Don't Kid Yourself" by Nia Archives. Hope you vibe with that. Thank you so much for coming on. Lovely combat. Oh, it was so great to speak to you guys. <laughs> with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.